recording. It's a very interesting story. Do you want to continue? Did you pay your Wi-Fi bill? Is that the problem? <laughs> I, we might have been on. Dial-up. We're discussing why it took Glenn to uh, over twenty-four hours for the last podcast to upload from his computer to our super secret show Dropbox account. Dropbox dial-up. Dropbox dot. Yeah. Dropbox. Yeah, it was sad state of affairs. Well, thank you all for joining us for episode fifty-one of Tell Me Where to Turn. You can find me on Twitter, Tommy Two underscore zero. Uh, you can find me at Point Break underscore Dave. And you can find me, as always, at Glenn three underscore eleven. So we are jam packing our recording week because every member of this show is going to be taking a little trip in the uh, coming week, summer vacation, if you will. Cue the Vivaldi. And that's what we were kind of talking before we figured out how to push the record button <laughs> or upload any episode. Is a summer vacation a player in your life or is this just a odd coincidence where we all just happen to be taking trips that occurred in the summer You're talking now or just well, I'm talking within the last reasonable amount of adulthood hmm. I don't know if I used to be a heavy visitor of Vegas during the summer yeah so that was always a, a staple with different groups sometimes it was the wife was included and uh, the most times it was just a certain circle of friends i always went with yeah but we i don't know we always went during the summer i don't know if there was any other than the uh but i mean it's hot there all the time so it's not like oh yeah it's not like we better go in august because that's when the pool's open you know no but i i think uh and, and since I'm the only one of the three of us that has a child that's actually in school, real school, I think I'm actually starting to understand a little bit more about the summer vacation than I had previously. Because I, I'm pretty sure in probably the last 10 years of working, I never took a intentional summer vacation. Just because summer has no meaning, really? Exactly. But when I look now like uh, at our work, our our team of about 60 or 70, there's a... There's a global calendar you go out to where you add your vacation time. And I mean, during the summer, people block out weeks at a time yeah. of vacation. And that's never anything I've done. Yeah. Really, if you don't have kids, you want to avoid traveling in the summer so you don't have to deal with other <laughs> people's kids. You get beat kids. down by people's kids. Yeah. And I think you don't have kids or they're not in school. Like, kids are in school, like, different parts of the year have a completely distinct, like, feel to them based on your time schedule priorities and all that kind of stuff right you don't have kids i mean is is there really a real difference between april and august other than the temperature outside well, I mean, no, you can just kind of do whatever if, you want if you are like dave said if you are going to some tourist destination you almost want to go yeah. while school's in session because that decreases the amount of people and probably also lowers the price for a lot of places is is the push for year-round school still a thing I remember when I was like 13, 14, that was a big deal. I haven't heard anything and about that. And what was the point of that, to try to get everybody done by the time they're like 14? No, it was, the way it was always pitched when I heard it was, it wasn't an increase in school days. It was just like just random breaks. weeks throughout the year. You get off. Whoa. <laughs> but, Easy. Uh, <laughs> 
I mean, that's, it seems like the life I'm living right now. <laughs> Am I in year-round school? <laughs> no, but the, the thing that always seems stupid about it is, A, I mean, isn't having the summer off, like the summer job, like that's part of growing up. Year-round school would kill I think that. That's, I think that's a factor. And Six Flags, Hurricane Harbor, are they still mm. around? Uh, they're, they'd be struggling. Much like uh, Amity Island and Jaws, they depend on those <laughs> summer dollars. That's right. Um, and then the other thing with that would be, so you have breaks during the summer. Okay, let's say those places still have enough to stay in business. Can you imagine how busy they would be, oh, be those three weeks in June or whatever it is that people would not have to go to school? My sister-in-law teaches, and I actually had not the same conversation with her, but just, I asked, because I, I don't have kids in school right now, I don't keep up with when it starts, stops, you know, whatever, but I was like, do they still start school before Labor Day? She's like, yeah, like the 20th, 23rd of August, something like that. I never understood that. I mean, you think back to... I really don't even consider... I mean, elementary, middle school, whatever. I just think back to high school. And I just think back to how many days were like a complete time waste. <laughs> or how many days that you go five days a week to this, let's say, chemistry class. And you're like, we could have covered all this easily in three days. <laughs> without, without question. And the teacher like runs out of... You know, go gets through the lesson plan a little too quickly, and it's like, well, it's Thursday. We've got like 45 minutes. I have this TV and VCR here. We're just gonna put in a Pauly Shore movie. Listen, I even experienced that with kindergarten this year. The pretty much the last two weeks, they were sending notes home that were like, "Hey, if they have like a toy from home they want to bring to school, uh, that's fine. Just throw it in the whole backpack." Yeah. They they had completely finished all their assignments. I guess that they. You know, like any good uh, hedger would, they pad that schedule at the beginning of the year, planning for the worst. And then if you know they have so. a you know reasonably bright class and they get through it, they just isn't here a huge factor against year-round school that costs to cool the buildings, not only pay people but just. Yeah, you well, is summer school still a thing? In the yeah, summer, are there still still, still delinquents that are have to be I, in the, the building? The two schools I drive by on the way to work both have had summer school rolling. Do you go all day in summer school? I've never went. Uh, I was. They're there. I know they were yeah. there in the morning. They may not go all day, but it's definitely still a thing. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not using. Yeah, you, they probably you know. Well, quarantine man, them listen, into one corner of the building or something like that. I mean, you guys... They're not cooling the whole cafeteria. We're all... We're go all, in there and have uh, a fudge round. <laughs> we're all hashtag blessed enough to have wives that don't uh, work full-time, either blessed or cursed. I don't know what the right word is, but I mean, the the whole, like, how to occupy your kids during the summer if both parents work is is a big industry. In an expensive industry. Oh, yeah, all kinds of camps. Right, because they have, you know, theater camp and sports camp. And, I mean, have you guys checked the prices on some of this stuff? I really just don't look at prices. (laughs) I just see something and say, I want, and then I get. Does it it say market, does it say MP next to it? (laughs) Market price. No, but, I mean, seriously, I don't know how. Buying the camp of the day. (laughs) I don't know how, I don't know how the quote-unquote middle class exists during the summer because family yeah these i mean these uh 
couple of ladies that I work with have their kids in theater camp right yeah. now, and it's it's running them like five hundred bucks a week per kid. Well, that's uh, how I mean, old are the kids? Oh, I don't know, like eight, nine, ten. Not worth it. <laughs> wow. But when my sister and I were around those ages and into you know before we started going to like basketball camp and stuff like that during the, the summer, the, the A modified camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Both my parents worked, and to get around that, I just thought, hey, that they're sending me to stay with my cousin or my grandmother. Yeah. You know, for three weeks at a time during the summer, it was just because it's, and I thought it was awesome, but you know, just because it's a kick-ass idea. But that was the exact reason. Was, right. Well, they can't leave you home. Uh, they they did when they ultimately had to. I think as soon as I was like nine, there was no hesitation just to leave me home for hours at a time. Do they never uh, had you play in uh, Vacation Bible School Roulette where they just found a different church every week that was having a free VBS and <laughs> no. rolled you through? No. I think that's a real thing, though. Oh, yeah. You could do it. You could do it in this area because I know they stagger them. Like, you could probably get free child care. Almost all the summer. Oh yeah, I think the quote unquote big players in town don't schedule on top of each other because yeah. I think they're catering to the uh, to the VBS shopper. The the church is more than willing to do that. Yeah, and it, and it has um, has VBS gotten like a lot more elaborate than since we were we were kids. Man, the one uh, at my church that uh, my older daughter was in was. It was impressive. Like, they had a family night the last night, and they had a game show, like, full interactive video screen, like, you know, almost life-size with clips and, you know, podiums and buzzers, and it was... Now, was this Bible-based game show? It was. It was. Interesting. Did the kids do the very generic, just shout out Jesus as the answer (laughs) to every question? I will say this. I would have dominated. Oh, man. Okay. Wow. So, in childhood, did your family have, like, a, a summer vacation every year? Was that, was that a thing? No, I mean, we you mean, like, where we always went to the same place well, every year? that or just, we're going to go, you know, we're going to go to Disneyland, yeah. and the next year we're going to go to wherever. We're going to well, go to Branson. This may come as a uh, shock to you, but my parents uh, worked in the airline industry which means that they had access to free airplane tickets. So pretty much my entire childhood was just one continuous vacation. Wow. They just put you on a plane every day during the summer? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He was the equivalent of the uh, down on his luck guy that rides the dart rail all day. That was was Tommy. So like, "Ah, the the flight attendants will babysit him. Yeah. Just just, fly to New York and back once a day. Yeah, sit on this plane. Just be good. Obey what they say. No, uh, we we took some, you know, big trips, but not anything that was... You know, and I think, too, like, it matters, too, what industry the parents are in, you know, because if they're in education, too, then I think that makes the summer more more appealing. But, yeah, no. I mean, when I got a little bit older, we did the summer camp, which I think we probably need to go back and revisit uh, later in the yeah. show. But, what, no, what about you? If they're in education, they're busy most of the summer. 
complaining about why they aren't getting paid. <laughs> I don't even understand that. Well, I thought they get paid all year. Well, they do, but they like to complain about their pay when they work nine months out of the year. Thanks to all the... All right, so Dave, sign in the bottom of the screen here. <laughs> Thanks to all the teachers out there. Yeah, thank you for your hard work. We never really took family vacations. Did you take a lot of vacations in general, or you're no. saying you didn't take them? I mean, my dad self-employed and going to the devil's bowl was the vacation pretty much yeah i mean he took he takes a little more now but forever he took one week of vacation a year yeah. one week of vacation like thanksgiving christmas and new year's those are the only days wow. that he didn't work where where was that one week if you're gonna it's like your one phone call if you get one week where was, did you go it was well the the week we, we always took off was like the week of july 4th and I think it was planned because, you know... It's He's a patriot. That. He loves America. Fireworks at Devil's Bowl. One day's a holiday anyway. It's kind of a dead week. I mean... It really has seemed like a dead week. Uh, there's, there's there's been no traffic. Like, no, there's like nothing. I don't know what everybody's doing this Yeah, week. there's nothing going on. So that was kind of by design. But we, we would do more like staycation stuff. And you joke about the devil's bowl and all that but oh, yeah. I, I guarantee you that that and some trip somewhere else like down to waco or something like that was a big player oh yeah most no, of those years once uh once racing became more of a factor that was that was definitely cast as a vacation but no we did probably at least once a year my family would do a legitimate you know four or five day get on a plane go to a destination and vac you know really yeah. do a vacation so yeah. I, I had had that experience growing up my wife really didn't that's not something they did and it's been interesting you know now with our kids because i think she really wants to right. do that introduce that to them and i'm like man it sucks like let's just stay here you know we don't we don't need to go anywhere or if we're going to go somewhere we don't need to take kids with us so when we were all kids and you actually went to a a destination for vacation it was always the uh Lodging at the hotel, correct? Oh, as far as like renting an RV or something like that. Well, I mean, they, like home away and that kind of thing wasn't <laughs> around back no, then. No, no, yeah, always stay in a hotel. I feel like that has to be a beating. Like I remember doing that as a kid and thinking it was awesome, but I remember like it was me, my brother, my parents, like in the double queen at you know some Howard Johnson yeah. hotel and like. I loved it, but I was like, now as an adult, like I don't want to sleep in the same room with my two kids going crazy at four in the morning because right. they're on vacation and they're yeah. just amped up. Yeah, I think home away is the only way to go. Like rent a house and give them their own room. That listen, wasn't really listen available. To listen to the no. influence on this guy, man. From my experience, it's comparable to staying in a legitimate hotel. Like, they're not expensive if you find the right right place. Oh, I mean, yeah, most of the time when we travel, that's what we're looking for. I'm not looking to stay in a hotel if, yeah. if it's not if it's not a, a must. You know, if, if you're it, not If it doesn't have a, w, a huge W on the front of it, true. you're not looking to stay there. <laughs> but yeah, home away and all that kind of stuff, that, that's a great development in our, in our society. So when you did, when you guys did travel, so I've already kind of stated that I had access to plane tickets so i've never really did the long car trip ever oh yeah did you guys do that uh not until probably 
I was probably like 16 or 17. Oh, okay. So you never did that as the, you never no. had the like kid experience of when are we going to get there? I well, pee. you know what? We did two years because my aunt knew someone who had a condo at Padre, Padre Island that they let us use. So we did two years, I think when I was like 10 and 11, okay. something like that. And that's like an eight. Yeah. Nine but you never drive. did like the let's all drive to California no. or anything. Okay. Dave? Um, I can remember much like Glenn that many vacations uh, centered around car racing of some sort. And I can remember my dad was going to uh, race in California. And we like did that whole drive, which is a long drive. It's like twenty hours. Yeah. What were you driving in? We were driving in a good old Dooley Ford uh, F three fifty, I think. Wow. With the big enclosed trailer. So no, you didn't have access to like a TV with movies playing or a bed oh, no. to lay down in or anything no. like that. I was picturing you in like a top fuel dragster. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a think uh, of the time you could make. It was a bench seat. It was pretty. Uh, but the the reason I bring that up was we stopped. Um, obviously, I wasn't driving it, but my dad was, and we stopped at this like just side of the road, shady motel because, like, you know, it was two a.m. and he he hit the wall. He was starting as, to see spots. In yeah, the road he was and... seeing you know hallucinating and seeing animals running across the road. So we pull in there and. You know, I'm sure it was like $20 or whatever a night. We go in the room. The room is like disgusting. Uh, yeah. And there was like a, uh, uh, I guess it's a radiator. I'm not sure what. It was like one of those like open flame type. Like, you know, you're going to die of carbon monoxide like yeah. within an hour. And we sat in that room. Neither of us slept. We sat in there for like. 30 minutes and then my dad's like let's just let's just go <laughs> so wow. yeah we just hopped back in and kept going but then on the way back i may have been money may have been a little tight because <laughs> on the way back he had had his fill of the uber cheap motel so he's like hey let's go sleep in the trailer <laughs> so yeah. the he was driving a dragster did this trailer have like living quarters no he was driving a dragster so it was like jacked up so we could drive like put stuff underneath it and we slept on like just the sheet metal floor underneath the drags so what you're saying is you guys wouldn't sleep in a hotel with an open flame radiator but you were fine (laughs) laying under a car suspended from (laughs) an aluminum trailer ah it seems safe it seems like a good plan I'm still here when we travel we had one of those uh Big vans with like the captain's chairs, like in the oh, front, wow. and then like the the middle row, and then oh, the, yeah. the bench seat in the back that Dude, so would fold out flat. It. Did it have like the blinds on the windows? Like the I think the first one we had did. The second one it had it had it was they had like curtains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think back about that, and you mentioned the TV. Like I think the last trip we took, we had I think this was when like the TV VCR combo was just coming out oh like the the one that was all integrated yeah ah yes and then you just plug it into the cigarette lighter and then that was not the technology we have today obviously <laughs> but to be able to so you're just watching like an antenna or are you watching a v- vhs no nah, just a vhs okay yeah i don't think we even tried watching regular tv that I seems like it'd be really sketchy if that yeah i don't work. think you could 
make that work going 80 miles an hour down the down the highway but also think about uh that thing would be packed i mean uh, my parents my my two of my aunts me my sister probably a couple of my cousins nobody other than who's in the front seat is buckled in oh yes (laughs) and And the tv's not buckled in and the tv (laughs) is like we we'd have it like somehow wedged in between the seats so when you turned and stuff it wouldn't lean or fall or anything like that but then like nobody's buckled in and i'm you know probably watching major league or planes (laughs) trains and automobiles and i'm just like laying in the floor of the van anything else that's going on yeah just watching the movie like if anything you blow a tire, somebody pulls out front. I mean, this thing... It's multiple fatalities at that Yeah, point. this thing ends up on his side or turns over. There's there's no one talking into this microphone right now. <laughs> Somebody's getting crushed by that TV. Yeah, it's not going to be... It's not going to be good. It's going to be like Anchorman 2 when they flip the RV and they get hit by the scorpions and the bowling ball and the chimichangas. <laughs> Never no, saw Anchorman Nobody's seen 2. that? Yeah, that's a reference that's going to be lost, I'm sorry to say. <sighs> you guys are idiots. Worth watching? I love Anchorman. I just love the. I bit. like the first one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of the first one. It's not as good as the first one, but it's it's much the same movie. I mean, you just have to watch it. It's a little more ridiculous. They were trying really, really hard. It was like a joke a second, but still liked it. So, moving into since you've been employed, what's the longest vacation you've taken in, in the number of, what's the con- most consecutive number of days off work you've taken? Um, almost two full weeks. Wow. I think I took eight or nine work days on one of my European vacations. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, I've never been to Europe. Eh, it's all right. Cause, uh, I mean, Hey, I was born in the greatest country in the world. Why would I want to go anywhere else? Speaking, of course, of Texas. <laughs> oh, amen. <laughs> oh, yes. Amen, Jesus bald eagle. <laughs> I've never taken, uh, since I've been working, I've never taken a full week off, continuous week off. Really? Really? Never. I've, I've done four days, but I've never, I've always at least been in my office at least one, one day during every week. You're barely in your office one day a week now when you're yeah, at home. Hey, let's just, uh, yeah. unless your office is the bathroom at the yeah, country club. Your office is whole 12. Distance. I've worked from the country club. Oh, I've seen the laptop <laughs> over there, generic typing. He's, yeah. just, he's just hitting control, alt, delete over and over. <laughs> just uninstalled and reinstalling Microsoft <laughs> <Yeah>. Office. <laughs> Just think we'll just work. I can be more productive. Last time I was at uh, Windstar in the poker room, I saw a guy. It was like a Wednesday, and he was over at one of the tables that wasn't being used and had his laptop open, like fake working from home. <laughs> Pretty great. Hey, I support that. Yeah. I had a funny. I had a funny thing happen to me at work today. Um, do you, Do you ever? Do you guys? I know Dave does it because he works at such a small company. But do you ever have? Situations where you end up in a meeting with like a very important person in your company, like a person that you want like them to notice you or be impressed by you or think you're doing a good job. I mean, sure. I think, I think Dave like goes out and like you know has CrossFit JOs with his boss and stuff. I think it's a little different. It, it is a little different, but I resent that because I've never actually been to CrossFit. Never did that. No, we talked no. about that. We did. No, but I had a I had a funny thing happen to me today, and I, I'd like you guys. So this is almost like a hypothetical because I'd like to know what you guys would have done, and then I'll tell you what I did. Um. So the uh, at our office, the our office building is fifteen floors, 
and the whole office is our company. So every every floor is our company. There's no other companies in there. It's all us. Um, and the floor that I'm on, it just so happens that the floor right beneath ours is the floor that all the executives sit on, including the, the CEO of the company. And this floor is unlike any other floor in the building because it's it's really locked down. Like you can't even get in there from the stairwell. Uh, they just don't want people messing around wow. on the ninth uh, ninth floor. So there you go. Say so I said. It. So now figure out what company I work for. The executive sit on the ninth floor. Come at me. I'll find it. <laughs> Google it. So um, bankbus.com. <laughs> yeah, I sit in the bus. So last night I got there. We have some. We I think I've mentioned this like a hundred times. We have like consultants crawling all over the place, always working on projects. We have some consultants in doing a project. I get an email last night that they want to meet with me. And I don't pay much attention to where the meeting is. I just assume it's one of the usual conference rooms we meet in. Well, I get into work today, and I don't—I have to dress nice for work, but I don't have to wear the full suit every day. I didn't have a tie on today. And then I noticed the meeting's on the ninth floor, which is a place I never, ever get to go. And I thought, well, this is, you know, this is strange. I'm meeting with these consultants that's on the ninth floor. Well, uh, I... I go down there, of course, I have to be escorted down there, let in, you know, through the secure doors, put into a conference room. Well, the meeting is me, the consultants, and one other guy that's kind of on the comparable level that I am in the company. So these consultants spend the next hour going through this long presentation with me about all this work they've been doing. And at the end, you know, they ask me, like, well, what do you think about it? Do you have any questions? And they they have a couple of questions for me. And then they go, well, as, as a matter of fact, the CEO is coming in right behind you to hear the same presentation. So I'm like, well, look at me. I'm in the same room that the CEO is about to be in. So they're, um, they're finishing up their presentation, and it's 1 o'clock, and the door opens, and here comes the CEO. Sits down at the table. Hey, pal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, pal. So, so anyway, so um, they're finishing up, and just, he's just sitting there, and the guy that I'm, other guy from our company, is the meetings. I like, keeps asking questions, and I'm kind of getting like worried because now it's like 1:05, and the CEO's meeting was supposed to start like five minutes earlier. Mm. So now I'm like, dude, we got to get out of here because we're now we've now wasted five minutes of the CEO's yeah. time. So I just like start packing up my stuff, and I tell the the consultant, like, look, we'll email you with the rest of our questions. We're leaving, right? So this is where it gets to hypothetical mode. So the CEO goes, lets the other guy walk out. He said, give a flying f about that guy, and then says, hey, Tommy. <laughs> Uh, why don't you ha- why don't you hang around for this presentation? You might be you might find it interesting. Okay, so here's so the, you're going to hear the exact same presentation you've just Dave's heard. got it. So yeah. so here's here's where it gets dicey. So this is literally first literally the show says or literally going to be the exact same thing I've just seen verbatim. CEO doesn't know I've just seen it. So I go. Yeah, thank you very much. I pull a seat up to the table. They've brought in now. They've brought in some salads for everyone because the CEO's he's got to you know he never takes lunch for whatever. He's got to eat while the meeting's going on. So I grab a salad, pop the lid open, put my dressing on the salad. The consultant steps up. So what do you think this a hole says? Hey, you're just in here. Pretty close. He goes. Really excited to present this for you, Tommy. Sorry, uh, this is going to be a repeat for you. We're going to go through the same thing we just showed you. And then the CEO says, oh, 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 stop. Well, I didn't realize you had just seen it. You don't have to stay. But then what you should say, and maybe you did, is... Well, here's the hypothetical. What do you do? Well, what I do is say, yeah, I was just in here, but the last presentation, 
there were no salads, and we have <laughs> salads here now. So then you stay, butter up to the CEO a little bit, and then you know. So, the, but the hypothetical is salad humor. This this is all going. Just don't through. make any salad jokes. Oh yeah, no, I, I tried that. Okay. This this is all running through my mind real fast. So I'm thinking, okay, if I say, oh, it's fine, I'll just sit here. I kind of look lame, right? Because I've now seen the whole thing, and I clearly don't have anything better to do than just sit here for an hour and listen to the same thing again. Or I just get up and leave, but then it's kind of weird because I feel like I feel yeah, like it was kind of a weird thing where he let the other guy leave and then invites yeah. me to stay. Like I've almost been like welcomed into the inner circle. And now, he also and then, gave and he me the out, though. What do I do with the salad? No, that's. I think the salad is your bridge to staying because you're not going to take the salad with you. That to me, that's the awkward part. Right, because so I've got all my stuff, and then I've also got to carry a salad out of there. Yeah, I think you hang around, eat the salad. You've seen no, this. I mean, if I'm either going to stay or I'm going, I can't like eat and leave. Like I'm there for yeah. the next hour. That'd but it's a little awkward because then it makes me seem less like that. I don't have a lot going on. Then I can just unplanned stay another hour and hear the same thing again. Just tell them you weren't you weren't even listening the first time through. <laughs> Do you have a a phone that has like your work email and stuff on it? Oh yeah. You you just kind of. Dude, you're not going to sit bit. next to the CEO and look at your phone during a meeting that he's really interested in. That's ridiculous. Oh, you're checking email. No. No, you, you go with you go with, you know. Yeah, I, I did hear it, but I had some questions. And I'd love to get your thoughts from the CEO this, there. This guy. Pump him up. And, uh, and then you check your email. <laughs> and then you see if there's a see how draft noon DraftKings. <laughs> oh, I was already in the noon DraftKings, believe me. Check that, check that doing, lineup. Make I was already aware yeah. that I was doing okay. Make sure there's no weather. <laughs> like weather halfway, halfway through, you, you pull up the DraftKings app, and it thinks, <laughs> and you see that green that green number flashing back. You just kind of turn it and show it to him. Say, <laughs> hey, I'm in the green, chief. <laughs> I'm making $17 right now. Oh, so you stayed? So Tommy awkwardly grabbed his salad. Took his suit off. (laughs) Put his computer under one arm, salad under the other arm, and walked out. Walked back out to my office, dumped the entire salad in the trash. I didn't even really want to eat it. And then ate my uh, two burritos and queso dip that I brought (laughs) with me in the fridge. So soon soon you'll be unemployed and morbidly obese. (laughs) Listen to uh, listen to bad radio with Ralph Strangis on today. It was good. It was actually really good. I, I was Ralphie. fascinated by the hockey talk today. Yeah, I closed the door in my office and then and then sat there for about thirty minutes and just thought, man, I made a huge. Like I got invited by the CEO to stay into a private meeting and I instead awkwardly grabbed my salad and left. But I feel like the anus is kind of on the consultant. Like he didn't need to say that. He was there the whole time. Like he saw. Me get invited to stay. He, he could have just said, hey, you know, you might have heard some of this, but we're going to go through it. Instead of saying, hey, this is going to be the exact same thing you just saw. Yeah. Like, give yeah. me a break. So, this just uh, it has nothing to do with work, but I have a situation. Because I think the consultant's at fault there. I had a situation last week, and I want to know, am I the a-hole, or is this other person the a-hole? Can we guess yeah. now, or do you have to hear the story? <laughs> Go ahead. All right, so um, I'm out with my uh, my five year old and three year old daughters, just me and them, and we're at a local eatery and the lodge. We're not at the lodge, and 
I had like you know they brought like a lemon or something with my my nice iced tea. Of course they did. Always good to have the lemon wedge. Um, so uh, the three year old asked for she wanted to eat the lemon. What? <laughs> she asked, "Why are the waitresses wearing such little clothing?" <laughs> that was not the. Why is it mountain themed in here? That's <laughs> not the place we were at, sir. Um. You know, but she she likes was lemons. the beer twenty nine degrees. <laughs> she likes in her uh, her one of her grandmothers is known to you know at restaurants get the lemon, put some salt on there, like that's her thing. And she's seen her grandma do it, so she likes to do the same thing. Yeah, my kids are they're into that lemons, limes. Yeah. yeah. So the three year old's like, hey. Can I have your lemon? I was like, yeah. So I give it to her, and she's like, can you put salt on it? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I get the little salt shaker. I'm shaking some salt on it. As this older, elderly couple is walking by, and the woman, like, looks at me and says, you really shouldn't give salt to a child of that age. To which I responded... (laughs) I can't oh. wait for this. You should start a podcast. No, I said, good. I'm so glad I asked for your advice. <laughs> Whoa. I, I think that's fair. Whoa. And uh, then, I'd, I'd like to know the reason why, because there's been recent studies come out that said that salt has nothing to do with high blood pressure. So what is it? It's just a, it's the three worst things are unsolicited golf Workout and parenting advice. <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you about your swing. <laughs> but afterwards. So, but did you have to go heads up with the man at that point? No, they both kind of looked at me and then walked off. And then I, <laughs> I kind of felt like an a-hole. But then I was like, I think it's on them. Well, I think you handled it very well. I don't know about very well, but I think you're all right there. I mean, that makes it pretty clear you're not interested in what they've got to say but i mean you didn't belittle them cuss at them yeah but i mean if i'm out in public and i'm gonna tell somebody something they shouldn't be doing like they're pretty much gonna have to be like putting their strapping their kid to the roof of their car while you know holding three beers and right you know smoking crack or something before i'm gonna go okay maybe we ought to take a step back and even that you're probably gonna be like hey buddy I think that's a good idea. I'm sure you got this thing figured out. I'm not sure that's correct. You're not going to be like, you shouldn't do that to a child that age. I mean, you could have, you know, don't worry. This was just this was just following the margarita I just gave her, you know, or something I like that. I kind of love that Dave response, though. I'm so glad I asked you for your advice. Yeah. The only other response I thought of later that I thought could be even better was, it's okay, this isn't my kid. <laughs> I just sat out. <laughs> <laughs> and just see how creepy yeah, I was walking are. by and they said they wanted salt and I'm like well we got it right here on the table I don't understand what the problem is yeah I I think the only thing that makes it borderline is the lady was super old like if it's some like 20 year old dude in like a crossfit t-shirt that's telling yeah. you you should eat organic or something then I think I'm totally right. in the clear yeah but there's something about respect taking a elders. shot at a, an old person that most likely died later that day that is fun to do bits like that with your kids. Oh, yeah. Like to be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know these kids. I just, I just picked them up. I just found them. Whatever. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things. Well, this was 
when my wife was pregnant with our first child and like super pregnant, like eight and a half <laughs> extremely. months. Extremely. Extremely. Like she needed to be on the island pregnant. Uh, just about. And we were, uh, they went to the store and get a bunch of stuff and we got a watermelon because we wanted to, she probably just wanted, she probably wanted to eat the whole thing, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and so we have it and I'm, you know, pay for it to get it or whatever. And then I grab it and then I act like I'm going to toss it to her. And like the lady that was working the cash register, like almost had a heart attack. Cause I went full, I was like, here, catch this or whatever. And like went like full motion, just didn't let go of it at the end. The lady like, she like grabbed her chest. She's like, Oh my God. You did the junior ticket mouse. <laughs> ticket mouse, my unborn child. I'll tell you, um, I can't take credit for this because I, I think I heard it. It may have been on a TV show, but it is a, a good line, especially with uh, with younger kids, like two and younger. When you get the overly enthusiastic person that wants to talk to you and like, oh, she's so cute. The go-to line is, yeah, well, she's had a lot of work done. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just to make the situation Just to make awkward it a little weird for that individual, because then they're going to try to get away as soon as possible. And that accomplishes everything yeah. I want. If they don't, that means they're probably real. They're, they're into that bit, and then you may have just made a new friend. There you go. It's a win-win. So when you guys kids were littler, because I've got the littlest one of the bunch of us right now. Did you did bragging you, montage? Hey, I mean, hey. Yeah, mark mark that. By so the th- way. that just means you've done it more recently than the rest of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, by about yeah. two years. Yeah, two years. <laughs> but did you have where people would try to touch your oh, kids on the man. head? Or yeah, that yeah. is a strange thing. Because I mean, you know, I think I think I'm biased, but I think my little girl's pretty cute. But we take her out in public, and it's usually older people. But every now and then, it'll be somebody that's like in that kind of creepy middle age that'll just be. You know, like reach the hand out there and touch their head or find that stroke people their cheek will, or something. People will ask. Well, we haven't necessarily had people ask, and yeah. they just kind of like feel like it's their right to go in and start uh, start fussing with the baby. I had one weird moment. It was my sister's uh, first kid, and we were at the mall for whatever reason. She was probably like maybe three, four months old. Was it? And yeah, people kept touching her and poking at her or whatever and i it's not i mean it's my niece i mean but it's not my it's not my daughter but i was still like so annoyed somebody finally did it for how you know the seventh person to do it while we were there and i was just like don't touch the baby like that and she looked up and she's like did you just tell me not to touch the baby and then i was like in that awkward yeah that's what i said yeah. but it's not my kid yes yeah, it's, it's also not my kid <laughs> i don't even know these people i was just walking by that is weird and i always I mean, not that I would, but I hope when I get older, like, I never... Even, like, people that ask, you're like, you don't need to... It's a baby. You don't need to touch it. Yeah, well, at least I don't ask. want to. Yeah. So we've had this conversation with my wife, though, about... Because we've never... We've always just kind of, like, it's not our favorite thing, but we just kind of deal with it. We've never had the, hey, would you please not do that? But we, we came, right. we've come pretty close, because there was a time we were at a restaurant recently, and, a, yeah, like a... Very spare, middle-aged-looking guy just came yeah. over and, like, we're going, like, really, dude? No. You know, you're just walking by, probably going to the bathroom or coming back from the bathroom. Right. And just stop down to, yeah, start putting your dirty hands all over no, our child. I, I generally don't want to hold other people's no. kids. Now, well, I don't even want to talk to other people in public, much less have no. them touch my child. But, like, so. even people I know, and we're talking, like, babies, infants. Like, yeah. if a 
three-year-old and you know you're with a group and they're like hey can you pick him up and yeah. walk him across the street that's fine but like a newborn or yeah whatever i've outside of holding my own i've done everything i could to avoid it now that man over there forced me to hold his newborn that's son true. that's true at the hospital I came to visit. That's, you, Ooh, that's know, weird because they're so new. That's uncomfortable. Do you know what else? Would you believe that that was... I mean, okay. That was the first time I had ever held a baby that was probably less than a month old. <laughs> wow. The very first time. Wow. I was scared to death. There was like eight family members <laughs> in there looking, looking at, at me. You. And I'm just like, I'm going to drop this kid. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna, he's just going to walk in circles for the rest of his life. <laughs> We had a, a um, co-worker just come back from maternity leave, but while she was on maternity leave, like, a few weeks ago, brought in the, the new baby for everyone to see, and it was like, hey, hold the baby, hold the baby. And they looked at me, because I'm, I'm close, I work with her, and she's like, you want to hold the baby? I was like, no. no. She's like, but you have babies. You know how to do this. I was like, I didn't say I don't know how. I just <laughs> said I don't, I don't want to. I'm yeah, not what benefit interested. does it get? Yeah, and I love the – and it's great. You know, we had an employee in my office that his wife had their first child. You know, and people, they'll send pictures, and they get sent around. And somebody will bring it up. Hey, did you see the baby? And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's really cool to have a baby. What would you think? I mean, it's a baby. <laughs> I mean, it didn't <laughs> – I hate to say it, but they all kind of look the same. Didn't have a, age, yeah. a horn, you know, <laughs> He can't dunk. I mean, I don't. I don't know what to. Has middle infield looking all over. <laughs> yeah, five yeah. tools. I don't know what to say. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Well, I'm like kind of to that point. Even with my own kids, it was like when they're that first like three weeks, and everyone's like, "Oh, she's so pretty," and it's like, "No, she's not. No, and she looks like tell, a you can't alien. Tell, can't yeah. tell who she looks like yet. No." face is all yeah. scrunched yeah. up yeah and there's nothing beautiful about no. that and my first kid was <laughs> he went like two weeks past the due date we had to induce him he just never wanted to be born but <laughs> Did he, he tried to go back in later? He, he uh no but after he was born he looked like an overcooked piece of meat like he was all just kind of shriveled and i was like he's gonna look like that forever this is a huge mistake i should have <laughs> just eaten very the salad for me to love him if he looks like this <laughs> Oh, goodness. So how did we get there from summer trips? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Summer trips to my overcooked yeah. son. <laughs> summer trips to the hospital? I don't know. Yeah. Oh. So I uh, I got reminded of maybe maybe my greatest triumph in life. If you And I don't believe you've ever heard this story, well, Glenn. I, th- I thought it was what just happened at the restaurant with the old people. No. I thought it was running the half marathon. No. Up Legacy Drive. Better than both of those. Wow. Okay. I was, um, I was uh, looking at ticket prices on StubHub. Are they a sponsor? Do they sponsor this show? No. No? Okay. Not when SeatGeek doesn't either. Oh, well, we need to get on that. Vegas Bellhop and UncleRogersPicks.com. <laughs> and are there any more <laughs> bankrupt companies? <laughs> yeah. Um, Enron is also sponsoring us. No, but I, I hadn't logged in to my StubHub account in a while, but I was on there looking at some tickets, and I looked back at like my account history. So years ago... Pre, pre-kids, so at least five years ago for me, there was a show, may still be on the air, 
called So You Think You Can Dance. Is your any of your wives into this show? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't watch it, but I know Mrs. Exactly Glenn was what not. No. Okay. And I think it is still on the air. Yes. Well, my wife was very into it. Not sure what distinguished it because she didn't care a thing about Dancing with the Stars, as Tony would say. Um, but didn't care about any of those other shows, but she loves So You Think You Can Dance. So apparently their bit is, you know, it's like all those American Idol. It's a contest show where they eliminate people. But at the end of the TV show, the TV season, they take the top eight or ten or whatever, and they do a tour. Like, you know, go to, I believe they were at Verizon when they came through Dallas, and they have like a two-hour yeah. show. Have a big two-hour dance-off. Yeah. So, me, because I think it's important to still date your wife. It is. I decided... Utmost importance. For her birthday... That I was going to get her tickets to the So You Think You Can Dance show. And, I mean, they weren't expensive. I uh, I wasn't there. I wasn't around for the pre-sale. But I found um, dead center, fourth row tickets on StubHub. And I think they were like $90 each. So, probably with fees, a little over 200 But she was going to be excited about this. Yeah. And what does money mean to Point Break Dave? Oh, nothing. So, <clears throat> go donate some more plasma. So this is the greatest story of your life. You bought two <laughs> tickets on StubHub. I, <laughs> Stay with I'm, me. I'm underwhelmed. Stay with me. <laughs> so, I, you know, I think it was a few weeks before. I tell her, you know, so she doesn't plan anything that night. She's very excited. Do you have to get the mop out? <laughs> so, on a whim later that week, I was like... I wonder, because I bought them, like, right at... I just missed when they went on sale, so you couldn't get anything, like, on Ticketmaster that was close. But I was like, man, I bet tickets went down, and I'm the sucker that bought them the afternoon they went on sale when everyone was posting them to StubHub and jacking up the price. Right. So I get back on StubHub, and I've never seen this at Verizon. There is not a single ticket for sale. There were zero listings on StubHub... There were zero tickets on Ticketmaster. I had no idea that show was that popular. At the that time, could, apparently it that was. they could move tickets to a venue like that's a big place. It was completely sold out, and there so it's was about five thousand, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. are there five thousand people that want to see that? I looked around, could not find a ticket on the secondary market. Wow. So then Point Break Dave gets the idea of, well, what are these dead center fourth row seats worth? If there is zero supply, well, demand just went up. So I'm list them, and what's funny is I like you list them for ninety five dollars. No, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking because I've already told Mrs. Dave like she knows she's going to the show, so yeah. I can't just pocket some money and buy her something else. So I'm typing in, and I type in twelve hundred and fifty dollars. And I think for for both? I spent two hundred dollars and I, yeah for both both okay and I'm like I would be okay with selling them at that price like any Man. heat I get and then at the last minute I was like it's still seven days out what if I put them at twelve fifty a piece three hours later they sell wow two hundred to twenty five hundred what. 
kind of moron spent $2,500 on I, So You Think You Can Dance tickets. It had to be someone buying them for like their daughter and her friend. I so, don't know. It might be somebody that teaches a Bible study that we attend. Oh my gosh. That's true. But, yeah. And, uh... Life was okay with it. That's pretty impressive. So what did you do to make up for it? Well, I... You still couldn't get tickets? No. Like, there was no... That's amazing. Because I really thought we were going to do that. Usually you can go, you know... It's not StubHub. You can go to, like, Razor Gator seats (laughs) or what a ticket to one of those and find something. (laughs) No, I, uh... I, I pocketed some of the profit, and then I gave her some and told her to go shopping and took her to a nice dinner, and she was happy as could be. And then the next year, we actually went to the show, got tickets, and I couldn't resell them. Yeah. So we went to the yeah. show, and I will tell you this. Whoever paid $2,500 for him has never been more pissed in their entire life. So the, the the power move I like to pull for things like that that the wife would be interested in, but I'm particularly not, is to get like the two tickets and give them to her, and then just say whoever you want to go with you, they can just they can just go as long as their name's not Glenn. <laughs> yeah, their name's not Glenn or Taco. <laughs> uh, they can go, and guess what? They get to go for free. Man. So they're gonna they're gonna want to go. <laughs> That's a good. That's so a good the, play. the the most the one that's coming up it actually got postponed because she got pregnant at age like fifty five. I think Janet Jackson is coming through here. Well, Janet Jackson gets pregnant. Yeah, she had a baby at like fifty. Oh, I didn't know that. And she pulled the power move of she married some billionaire, and they had some sort of prenuptial agreement that after a certain amount of time, if they parted ways, she would just get like this payout. She stayed married to him like exactly that amount and then said, eh, I think I'm good. And then just get this huge lump sum. That's funny. I hadn't heard that about Janet Jackson. So, yeah, I think she's coming back through here in September or something like that. So, Man, you, your story checks out according to Google. Wow. Did you know? Google doesn't lie. I don't remember if it's Venus or Serena, but one of them's married to like the guy that founded and CEO of Reddit. Is it? I think, well... Is Reddit monetized, though? I have no idea. I, the guy's rich, so okay. he must have monetized somehow. So he's doing better than Uncle Roger's picks. Yeah. I would say so. He's doing better than whoever invented Craigslist. Assuming it's Craig, I don't know. I mean, like, they can't monetize that thing. No. Boy, we went way off summer vacation <laughs> talk. <laughs> They're overrated. They're overrated anyway. Who cares? So should we tease ahead um, that we'll have vacation stories? Tommy and I will yes. be in Las Vegas. Fabulous Las Vegas. You'll have a lot better stories than I will. We will be landing at McCarran here in under 48 hours. That's right. Where are we staying? The Cromwell. Yeah. Whoa. We'll be checking out the club-themed pool on the roof. Okay. Or at least Apparently it's a big deal. Yeah? Mrs. Tommy will be. We'll get report on that. Yeah? Probably play a little three card. Oh, man. With the six card bonus and everything. Oh, yeah. It's a Caesars property. If so there's play, the six card bonus. You better have the three The card. million dollar jackpot for the six card <laughs> the diamond, diamond royal flush. Royal flush to the nine with six cards for a million dollars. That should be easy, right? 
Oh yeah, it's like I fully expect something really good to happen to me this trip. Either a progressive, because that's just how your life goes. Maybe there'll be some kind of country club that just materializes out there. Have you ever been like one car, like in one of those table Had games? To sweat. Yeah, like you, you know, you can see what you have. There's one more card to be dealt, and you're one card away from, from like, like a huge the one? jackpot. Not, not, not one card away. No. I was one card away from a, a royal flush on Let It Ride that would pay twenty five grand. Whoa! And I needed. Did you tell him to sweat it? Yeah, I know. I stopped as he was whatever. I yeah. I stopped the guy, and I was. I told him, you know, that's something big here. Is it okay if I say what I have or whatever? And they're like, yeah, you know, you're good because everybody's already yeah, yeah. placed the bed. They can't the fun pull of the game. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they show it, and I needed. I needed. I guess. I think it was the Queen of Hearts is what I needed. Was it a red card? It was a red card. Oh! It wasn't a face card. Oh. But he turned it over. I just saw red, and I was just like, oh, my God, it's happening. I'll be able to tell this. I'll be able to one-up Dave years from now when he tells his StubHub story. But no, alas, I, I, I did not win. No, I've never, I've never had a big sweat like that. I, last time we were there, I was playing, I hit uh, quad, quad eights. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome because it was uh, it, this was three card, not let it ride. So my hand was three eights. So you get the yeah. huge three card, the parish right. plus bonus. And then like I uh, the dealer, you know, they turned their hand over first, and the dealer was super cool. So I see my hand, I was like, kind of fist bumping just based on it. And I was like, I was like, man, if you turn over an eight, it's gonna be a good night. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second card, I was like pelvic thrust in the table there you go it was great man i'm so excited i can't wait to be there yeah and then and then glenn you never really said specifically where you were going or if you did i was uh not paying attention uh we're we're going to a state in america okay i don't like to disclose my location okay maybe after the fact so you're not leaving texas (laughs) what what is the most misspelled word in that state (laughs) oh man i can't remember (laughs) Was it Chihuahua? <laughs> no, no. Or a giraffe? I don't. I can't recall which one for this state. But there maybe will be some Glenn stories then when we come back for our next There might episode. be some Smoky Mountain rain falling All during right. the course Ooh, of the, right. the vacation. But yeah, we'll have some stories, but it'll be. It'll only be cool if it's like some wheels off family stuff or if like an old lady confronts me about salt and lemons. 